Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study every single day of the week, seven days a week, only about 13 minutes each day. But it keeps us in God's word, and that helps us to stay strong in our faith and even grow stronger because faith comes by hearing the word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. We always encourage you, share these short studies with everybody you can, because you know people in your life who need to get into God's Word and grow in their faith. They need to come to God. You may help them to do that by sharing these short studies with them. You may even help them get to heaven. So share through Facebook friends, text messages, and other technological means with family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can you may help somebody even get to heaven. What a great blessing for them, but even also a great blessing for you. So make that commitment. Start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to get back into our line of thought and study. We're still in this series of studies talking about heart problems, and we're talking about behaviors, mindsets, thinking, morality, conscience, the direction of our lives, You see, lifestyle, that's what we're really talking about when we're talking about heart problems. We're talking about what our mindset is. What what, what is our soul? What what is the condition of our soul? And and so our, our lifestyle is going to be conditioned by our mindset, our conscience, whether or not we're paying proper attention to our spiritual lives. We are a unique creation in that humanity and only humanity has been created in the image of God with a soul. We understand right from wrong. Now, you can train some animals to respond in certain ways to certain stimuli, but they don't have that inherent understanding that this is right or this is wrong or this is good or this is evil, but we do because God created us with a soul. He created us in his image from a spiritual perspective. Well, so when we're talking about believing with all of our heart, as Jesus, when he was asked, being tested, what is the great commandment in the law? In Matthew chapter 22, and he responded, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might. And Luke's account includes and all your strength. Matthew chapter 22 and verse 37, Jesus said, this is the great command, the first and great commandment in the law. And he was exactly right. So what is he talking about? I'm going to love my God. I'm going to love God with all of my being, everything that I am, with my mindset, my focus, my lifestyle, my conscience, my morality is going to be conditioned on my mindset of believing in God and following him with all of my heart. And we talked about in Matthew chapter 15 and verse 19, where Jesus talks about where all kinds of evil actions and behaviors proceed from the heart, how we've conditioned our heart. Well, we've been looking at Matthew chapter 6, verses 24 through 30, uh, 25 through 34. And we've noted how Jesus was talking there about some common things, com- common matters in life, like food and clothing. 
And he said, why, why are you worrying about those things? In fact, he actually said, do not worry about those things. He even spoke rhetorically in, in, uh, in verse, 30, verse 27 when he said, which of you by worrying can add one cubit to his stature? Are you a, a male and you're only four foot 11? Or maybe you're a female and you're four foot 11. And you've, your entire life, you've wanted to be taller than your mom or your dad. <laughs> and they're somewhere five foot five, five foot seven, maybe six feet. I don't know. I remember a young, young girl, she, her, her life's ambition was to be taller than her mother. And I think her mother was four foot 11. Uh, I don't think she ever made it. <laughs> she ended up like her mother, about four foot 11, I believe. Well, so what? Jesus says, hey, is worrying going to add an inch to your height? Of course not. And some people, they find themselves way overweight and they worry about it. That's not going to make you lose the weight, is it? Not going to make you become fit. It's, it's, you have to take some action. And so five times in these 10 verses, Jesus used the word either worry or worrying either worry or some form of worrying, and he's teaching against it. Now, as faithful followers of God, as faithful Christians, why do we worry? Now, I'm raising my hand right now. I'm saying, I understand. (laughs) I've fallen into that pit myself. But how many times do we fix things by worrying about them? Now, zero You have to take action to fix something. Worrying is not going to fix it. Three times within that text in Matthew chapter 6, Jesus said directly, do not worry. And it's interesting that even on the night of his betrayal, now he knew he would be on the cross the next day, Jesus twice told the apostles, let not your heart be troubled. John chapter 14, verse 1, and also verse 21. Let not your heart be troubled. Basically saying, don't, don't worry. But worry seems to be about as normal an emotional experience for us as our joy and sorrow and fear and excitement or a number of other common emotions. We are a worrying people, aren't we? And perhaps more so in our country than in most other countries around the world. Sadly, for some people, worry is probably a more common, commonly felt emotion than even love. But they're on the opposite ends of the emotional spectrum. So why do we let worry take over in our lives? And if we really want to follow the teachings of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and God our Father, we need to pay attention to those, those texts of Scripture that say, do not worry. Or asking us to reason from a logical perspective, why do you worry or what can you accomplish by worrying? To worry is to have a troubled state of mind, to be uneasy in mind and emotion, to be weighed down by a burden of, by a burden of whatever it is that you're worrying about. Worry produces an unusual degree of anxiety and angst and stress which can diminish the joy that life should hold for us. 
especially for the faithful Christian. The King James translation translates the word from the Greek as cumbered, (laughs) pertaining to Martha in Luke chapter 10, verses 38 through 42. Interesting, cumbered. You probably haven't used that word much, have you? Especially in common conversation, casual conversation around the dinner table with your family. In in Luke chapter 10, beginning with verse 38, we find Jesus in the house of Mary and Martha and Lazarus. And so verse 28 says, he said to them, you have answered rightly, uh, oh, 38, I'm, I'm sorry, I started verse 28. Verse 38, now it happened as they went that he that he went to a certain village and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. She had a sister called Mary who who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was distracted with much serving and she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore, tell her to help me. Now, Jesus was there teaching in their house, teaching in their house. And Mary, one sister, she sat and listened to him. Don't you think that would have been of primary importance? Jesus is in your home. He's teaching. I want to hear what he says. I want to learn. Martha, she's, and I can understand, maybe she was thinking in her mind from a more practical perspective, I need to feed him. I need to to fix dinner. And so she gets up. She starts doing all the things that are necessary to prepare a meal, to serve it. But her, her sister Mary is still sitting there listening to Jesus. And so she, she asked Jesus, look, look, she's, she's sitting there. Tell her to get up and help me. And then verse 41, Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried. <laughs> King James Version says cumbered. But the New King James Version says, you are worried and troubled about many things, but one thing is needed, and Mary has chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her. What is the most important focus that we need to have in our lives? Getting to heaven. We need to be walking with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We need to be following God, his word, applying those teachings properly and consistently to our lives. Jesus said, that's the most important thing. Martha, she was caught up, she was caught up in, in some common physical matters, but Jesus said, that's not the most important thing. You're worried about these things. You don't need to worry about those things. Focus on the most important things. Uncontrolled worry can result in emotional, physical, and spiritual disorders. And I mean disorders. Obviously, it is important that we recognize worry for what it is and be on guard against its potential complications and learn to deal with it effectively. We, learn, we need to learn to focus on the most important matters. That's what Jesus was trying to get across to Martha You're focused on preparing a meal, and that's fine, but that's not the most important matter. I'm the Savior. I'm here in your home. I'm teaching you God's Word. That's the most important matter. 
And that's what your sister is focused on. And it will not be taken from her. Now, I want you to think about a couple of classifications of worry. And we're going to start to dig into these next time. What do we worry about? Well, a lot of times we worry about things that have already happened. We cannot go back and undo those things. They've happened. Why worry about them? We also worry about a whole lot of things that almost inevitably will happen. We can't stop them. Again, that hurricane coming through the Gulf of Mexico. You live it on the Gulf Coast. You can't stop it. You can prepare for it. Do what needs to be done to get yourself ready. But you can't stop it. So we worry about things that almost inevitably will happen. So why worry about those things? And then third, we worry a whole lot about things that probably will never happen. And yet we worry about them. So think about those three classifications of worry. Let's pray. Father, help us to focus upon living for you and walking with you in faithful obedience consistently. Help us, Father, to be at peace of mind, the peace that comes with being a faithful Christian dedicated to you through Jesus Christ. Help us to put worry out of our lives. Please, Father, forgive us and hear our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.